You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Little fellow, you must have given up the hope of living. Uh Uh-uh. On the contrary, I do not let the word death bother me. Same here, baby. Then what are you waiting for? Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Matt and I will be hosting today. Hey guys. How's it going? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Jump in the format. Cool. Uh, joining with me today is Jeff, Neil, and Ken. As always, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing pretty well. Uh, we had to uh, reinstall our internet uh, to make sure that your plug-in was working correctly, but it's uh, it seems to be on. You know, it's going going pretty well. I was uh, up kind of late watching Ron Howard classics Apollo thirteen and A Beautiful Mind, so I'm not uh, frankly sure if you guys are actually here or not. Okay. Yeah, Jeff. How about you? <laughs> I'm not. All right, Jeff's not here. Jeff's not here. Jeff's not here. Matt's a robot. Yeah. All bets are off. Yeah. I've been programmed to write these questions for today. Uh, We are going to be doing a game of death. I think it's been a little bit since we've had one of those. So excited to fire up the old pagoda. Or maybe not fire it up. (laughs) It's probably probably something you know what to do. We turned the air off and we made sure that we weren't getting charged for electricity. But now everything's back online. All right. And before we get to our contestant today, who I'll introduce in just a second, I just wanted to throw some attention to the crop that we have on Triviality, uh, our Facebook page is actually we've been having some like a question every day. There's been a lot of uh, interaction, a lot of feedback, and we really appreciate everybody who has been uh, participating. Um, if you'd be interested in joining, uh, just reach out to us at our Facebook, uh, ask to join, and then you're in. It's uh, not a lot of prerequisites there. So. No, yeah, you don't have to do any sort of uh, booby trap, you know, solving or. Um hard questions there'll be a question of the day like matt said and then everyone's there posting questions having fun and there's a, a, a discussion for each episode you guys can make fun of us so it's mm-hmm. great yeah if you'd want to continue to make fun of us in our reviews on itunes we prefer that too we're up to 80 reviews since the last time i begged you guys for hey, some. pretty good so we're on, we're on our way we said we'd be doing a giveaway at 150 so uh let's get us there yeah we're more than halfway there uh so let's get into today's game uh our contestant is going to be a voice you may be familiar with if you've listened to our appearance on the Nerd Off podcast, which he hosts. Uh, it's Andrew Buxbaum. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah, I should have your guys' episode up before this one airs, but uh, if not, people will just be really confused. Yeah, perfect. That's the way we like <laughs> to leave our listeners. Uh, why don't you tell us about the show a little bit? 
Um, so it's uh, basically I got inspired when I started listening to Trivial Warfare a few years ago. I was like, hey, I could do a trivia podcast. This seems like fun. Um, and I like to say that my podcast is kind of like if Trivial Warfare and you guys got drunk at a Christmas party and, and had a little illegitimate trivia child. I think uh, that happened. I, I remember that. That was, is. that was a crazy night. I, I, think, I yeah. think I had a lampshade on my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so give it a listen. Uh, we like to have fun with it, kind of like you guys do. Um, and yeah. All right, well, that sounds fun. Uh, there will be no fun today, actually, as this is a game of death. Very serious. <laughs> the most serious of games of death. Um, if you're not familiar with this format, uh, the way it works is Andrew will take on our I guess our co-hosts, Jeff, Neil, and Ken, in their respective specialties, uh, Neil in movies and pop culture, Jeff in science and geography, and Ken in other. Hey, what do you think of this? I was thinking about this. What do you say Jeff is? Like hard facts and mm-hmm. I'm fun facts. Okay. What do you think about that, guys? Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. As long as today I get to uh, be the specialist in the Galapagos I mean, essentially, essentially nothing's changing. It's just a way to name it. Yes. <laughs> All right, go. That sounds great. What what are you? Sounds like all of my questions are about like rocks and diamonds. Then yeah. So Jeff's the expert in rocks and diamonds, and Ken's the expert in. I guess diamond is a rock. Everything else. Yeah, rocks. (laughs) Other rocks. Or Dwayne the Dwayne Rock Johnson. (laughs) Yeah. Metals. Metals and rocks. There's a little overlap into Neil's category there. There's a lot of overlap in all of our categories. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Andrew will take us on one-on-one uh, at the swing round. Triviality will get to work together. Uh, Andrew will get double the points in an effort to make up. And then round four is going to be Andrew's uh, special round that he, me and him worked together to fill out earlier. And we'll get when we get to that, I will say that topic. You guys ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to either st- a really good idea or a really terrible idea. We'll find out soon. Yeah, yeah well, that's what we say before every show. Uh, we're going to start with Ken and his fun facts. Sure. Yeah. This fun issue. Jeff facts. doesn't like it. <laughs> Jeff doesn't like fun. All right. You guys ready? Yep. All right. Question one. Robert Langdon is the main character in a series of books written by what some would call a colorful author. Name any two books in this series. Robert Langdon is the main character. Main character. Boy, that sounds really familiar. All right, I'm I'm locked in. Would you say this is a fun question, Ken? Yeah, if I could if I could figure it out, it would be great. <laughs> You're gonna be kicking yourself. Yeah, I really am. That's so familiar to me. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna stink it up with this uh, answer and say Green Hornet. Okay. You're still only gonna answer one. <laughs> oh wait, two books? Yeah. Ah, I don't know. Green Hornet. I don't know. Continue. Okay. Good Those are guess. good books. Yeah. Uh, Angels and Demons. Angels and oh, Demons yeah. and the Da Vinci Code are what I'm going to go with. Yes, those are the That's two. Right. Uh, the other it's two. Tom Hanks. It's just... Tom Hanks, which is how I figured Neil would know this. Uh, the other two books were The Lost Symbol, Inferno, and there's actually a fifth one now that I'm reading this, and it's called Origin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of debate over Tom Tom Hanks's hairstyle in all those movies. See, only... I just debate Tom Hanks playing the character. When the author describes the character as looking like Harrison Ford in <laughs> Harris Tweed, then why do you pick Tom Hanks? Because he's uh, he's very old. <laughs> and he's probably flying a plane somewhere. You can't, can't get Harrison Ford. Sure you can. 
Does he act like Harrison Ford? That's the question. Well, I, I heard that in the Dan Brown novel, that character Robert Lane doesn't point enough at people, and Harrison mm. Ford said like, he couldn't do it. Oh. <laughs> and that's how that works. All right. Uh, so points for Andrew on that one. Moving on to mm. question two. If you took Stone Cold Steve Austin's nickname and put it on a yellow flag, what revolutionary phrase would also most likely be on the flag? <laughs> All right, I'm in. And I'm in, too. I mean, uh, Stone Cold's a Texas rattlesnake, so I'm assuming it's the don't tread on me flag. Okay, locked in with don't tread on me. Ken? Yep, I also said don't tread on me. The answer is don't tread on me. Oh. Yeah, I know casting directors, uh, when they didn't want to cast uh, Trent Williams, they would have a flag that said don't tread on me. It's a really deep <laughs> reference for isn't movie that, fans. Isn't yes. that also the uh, the symbol for the famous wrestler Libertarium? <laughs> <laughs> He wants everyone to have the same finisher, <laughs> just because it's fair. All right, moving on to question three. Which president ran with the slogan, don't swap horses in the middle of the stream? I'm in. I feel like I should know this. Um, I don't know. Neil's I like, got that. nothing. Neil's like, this like sounds a... very familiar. Oh, no, I, I, it doesn't sound familiar to me. I was it just gonna, should. I was going to say if this was sponsored by, you know, like AT&T or something, that, that you can swap devices in the stream now. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't got it, but it sounds like a very Teddy Roosevelt thing to say, so I'll, I'll lock in with that. Okay. And Ken? Uh, this was in reference to the middle of the Civil War, and it was Lincoln. That is well, correct. crap. Different Republican. Abraham Lincoln. Correct. Republican. They're both Republicans. Yeah. Is there any story behind that? Don't swap horses midstream? Or... I just yeah. said it. <laughs> well, it was, it was the middle the of the Civil is the War. Civil War. Well, I just mean, yeah, what's the extra story there? Nothing. You if, you're, if you're fording a stream on a horse, you wouldn't get off the horse. To get on a new horse. <laughs> the other, the, no, like, the other no, candidate was the other horse. There's no, like, uh, extra meaning there? It's just literal? It was, it was, no, what it's what a metaphor. On, like, <laughs> what if you're on a very short horse that uh, is having trouble with the water and you have another tall horse right. that you could get on? And the first horse may be committed some light treason. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Lincoln. <laughs> clearly that's what we were speaking about uh moving on to question four uh this one had a guest writer uh neil helped me out with this one so if it doesn't sound like my kind of question it's not it's gonna be very long <laughs> yes it is that's what they say <laughs> in honor of dwayne johnson being named the highest paid actor by forbes magazine let's take a moment to appreciate his co-stars that propel him to the top more specifically, I'm looking for the names of the three genetically altered creatures in the recently released Rampage that first appeared in the 1986 video game of the same name. The names of those three creatures? Yes. And I'll give you two creatures. Oh, we need to name two. Yes. Oh, man. Well, I have no idea about the names of the creatures whatsoever, but mm -hmm. I know what they look like, so I'm going to guess. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Ken, what did you say? I'm going to go with uh, Wolfman and Yeti. Okay. And Andrew? I went with Spike and Big Guy. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys were all very close. Uh, <laughs> their names were Ralph, George, and Lizzie. Well, what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah, Lizzie is the... Lizard? Uh, or no, it's alligator. And then right. uh, Ralph is the uh, wolf, and then George is the, the uh, gorilla. Okay. Yeah. And I knew the three animals. <laughs> Well, oh, man. let's try to get some points with this next question. 
This 1988 anime film takes place in 2019 and shows Japan building a new Olympic stadium, which is ironic because Japan is set to open the 2020 Olympics. I'm in. It's not irony, it's coincidence. Yeah, I wrote irony and I thought, that's not right. Jeff will correct me on it. That's all written down. Um, it's all the script. Crap. Mm-hmm. My, my early anime is not very... You said you're in, right? Yeah. Let's just lock in Akira and be done with it. All right, locking in with Akira. What did you say, Ken? He locked in well. It's Akira. Yes. I was like, the time frame's right, but I know nothing about it, so let's hope. Yep, and the answer is Akira. The only thing I remember is Ken and I like to shout Canada and Tetsuo at each other from across the room. Yeah, so. pretty much. Before we fight. That's true. And uh, for any fans of that question, uh, go way, way back and check out our anime-only uh, episode. All right, so after Ken's round, it is all tied up 30 to 30. So you held your own there, Andrew. All right, on the next floor, we have Jeff. Jeff, are you ready? Sure. We're going from fun facts to hard facts. All right, you guys ready? Indeed. Ready as I'll ever be. All right. This former name of a Eurasian capital has lent its name to rabbits, goats, and cats. What is it? Uh... (laughs) Is that how you feel too, Jeff? Sponsored by Prilosec. (laughs) All right, I'll, uh, I'll lock in. Okay. I wish I knew more about rabbits. Let's uh, let's lock in with the Constantinople rabbit. <laughs> My favorite rabbit. <laughs> Jeffrey, you locked in? Yep. What'd you say? Uh, I was thinking the same country. I was thinking Turkey, but I said uh, Ankara, their former capital. Oh, uh, yeah. So the current capital, capital is Ankara. The former capital was Angora. Ah. And the answer is Angora. I had the right country, but the wrong way around. So you guys are both in the right country. <laughs> They've had a lot of capitals, it appears. Yeah, I couldn't. I thought that was the old one, but you're right, it is the. All right, question two. What is the common term for cardiomegaly, of which one of Jim Carrey's famous roles was definitely not in danger of suffering from? Locked in. Okay. Um, okay, well, the only Jim Carrey character I can think of involving a heart would be the Grinch. His heart was three sizes too small, so I'm going to guess an oversized heart. Okay, going with oversized heart. And Jeff? Yeah, I said uh, enlarged heart. And the answer is enlarged heart, and I'm going to give points to Drew for that, too. And that's because you have an enlarged heart. Yeah. And well, you care about everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should get that checked out. That's <laughs> that's what I'm known for, is my enlarged heart. Yeah, you, you, don't, you want an enlarged heart uh, in, in terms of empathy and whatnot, but just not a Billy Mays enlarged heart. Right. Oof. Question three. The nickname for this vegetable comes from a tool originally used in the planting process and not a former slam dunk champion. I'm trying to think of any vegetable nicknames. I got nothing. Mm. <laughs> I'm tapping out on this one. This is I can't even think of a nickname for any vegetables. All right. Looks like nothing from Andrew over there. Now all I'm, the pressure goes on Jeff. I don't feel any pressure. I, <laughs> this guy. I don't know either. I mean, I'm trying to... I'm trying, <laughs> In the planting process, I'm trying to go through like, you know, tools that you'd use for planting vegetables and I, I'm i coming up with nothing. So, I mean, nothing that gives me any lead into something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll tap out as well. Oh, wow. Look at this. Anybody have any answers? I don't know. I was just trying to think of slam dunk champions. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if Vince Carter's one or... What about... Tracy McGrady. Think of the shortest slam dunk champion. Muggsy Bowes? Spud Webb. Oh, Spud Webb. Nickname for vegetables, Spud, which is actually the name uh, of a shovel that they use to... For planting uh spud web um i would like to retroactively answer spud <laughs> you get one of those a game you get one yeah one, one time travel answer <laughs> a game yeah <laughs> new rules perfect it's brutal <laughs> all right 
let's move on to a question maybe we'll get some points on. <laughs> Mycology, uh, that's spelled M-Y-C-O-L-O-G-Y, is the study of this, which may or may not include an old Incubus album. Jeff already had it, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. I locked in. Are you are you in, Jeff? I am. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh crap, I should know this. I don't get the reference. I used to be much better with my ologies. It's a less a less popular album. Yeah, I'm gonna save us the time and tap on that one. Ooh. Back to back taps. Tap, tap, tap yeah. Uh Jeff, what did you say? I believe mycology is the study of uh fungi. Mm-hmm. There's a fungus among us, which is the name of Incubus debut album. The answer is fungi. You never heard the Incubus song, Are You In? No. Oh. It's been nice to know you, though. Ah, that's a joke. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to a question about flags. Yay. Yay. Yeah. See, this one should be called the fun facts. (laughs) Everyone agrees. Uh, There are eight flags that have red, white, and green horizontal stripes. Name four of them. Red, white, and horizontal stripes? Vertical or horizontal? They go horizontal. Oh, okay. Okay, then I'm out. So just to clarify, Mm -hmm. horizontal. Yeah, yeah. Not vertical. (laughs) So horizontal? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We got one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There can't be that many countries. Just start naming them, right? There's 186 members of the UN. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the UN recently got a new uh, theme song for you know, their, their, uh, facility or whatever you want to call it, their organization. It's called R U N by Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. fine. I'm done. How many do you have? The one, two that I think are right. One that's the right colors, but I don't think quite meets the criteria. Mm-hmm. And I'll are throw the stripes horizontal. <laughs> I'll throw, I'll throw in a fourth one. That's the right colors, but the wrong orientation. Drew, you got anything? I, I, I've just got one. Okay. <laughs> Probably going to call it now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Drew, was, what was your one? Um, my one is Italy. Okay. And Jeff? Pretty sure uh, Italy and Mexico are both in the vertical stripe category, but I wrote them anyways. And then I wrote Hungary and Belarus. All right. So out of those answers... I just forgot the North Pole. It's Christmas <laughs> colors. <laughs> one of those was correct. Uh, Hungary is one of them. Uh, the others being Bulgaria, Equatorial Guinea, Iran, Kuwait, Oman, Tajikistan, and Suriname. So, the only one I got right was Suriname. Bulgaria because of Rusev when he flies the flag. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to remember which one was which because Belarus is also red, white, and green, but it's not horizontal stripes. So I was probably thinking of Bulgaria there. So that was a tough round. All right, so going into the swing round, it is Team Triviality with 50 and Andrew with 40. So you're right there. Hey, Neil, uh, before we go into the swing round, I was going to actually go run and get a sandwich. Are you in? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Whatever your frequency is, Kenneth, I'm in. And if we are beating this uh, joke into the ground, I am also in. Is that <laughs> how this works? <laughs> All right, before we get to the swing round, uh, Jeff, why don't you give us a quick update on Patreon and how that's going? I mean, the short of it, Matt, is uh, things are going well. So uh, we are very happy. We are up to 60 patrons, which Ooh. is really nice. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who is supporting us. And uh, let me just go through the list. Uh, I think we left off in mid-June, and we'll, we'll update through July, which is where we are now. 
uh, during recording, even though this is probably going to be late August for you. Um, so a big thank you to Denise Myers, Dustin Resch, C. Robert Dimitri, Kendall Whitehead, Bryden Coverdale, Stacy McPeak, Billy Hoffman, Adam Lewis, Paul McLaughlin, Eric Maudlin, and Oliver Banta. Mm-hmm. And Nolan J. Werner. And Nolan J. Werner. Yeah. Yes. Thanks and to all those people. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. We're, we just hit 60 uh, patrons, which is amazing. Um, and uh, we can't thank you guys enough. Uh, one of the, uh, the new patrons, uh, I forgot if I told you guys this. So Bryden Coverdale, he's in Australia. He's a cast member of the Australian uh, game show, The Chase. That's awesome. He's known as The Shark. So he, we probably do not want, well, we probably want him to come on the show. But if he did, we would just wipe the floor with us. So, uh, but I'm glad he's a listener. Yeah, I have no idea how any of that works. I don't. I don't get uh, Aussie television on my uh, package. I guess we know that Neil and Jeff subscribe to it. Special. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole separate satellite dish for the one channel. That and, and to uh, any listeners who are maybe on the fence about donating, uh, I just have one question for you: Are you in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, in. I'm sure if they're on the fence, they're out. <laughs> Drew is in. Uh, yeah, uh, make sure to, to check us out, and uh, you know, hopefully, we're, our next goal is 75 patrons, and uh, yeah. we're going to come up with a new goal for uh, for a thousand dollars. Say so. it's our drive for more patrons. Yeah, that's another Incubus song. Sorry, you guys. Uh, <laughs> so let's start. The I'm swing never going to let you hold the wheel and steer. <laughs> Starting the swing round. So in honor of me moving for the sixth time in six years, uh, this swing round is going to be about sports teams that have moved towns. Uh, I'm going to name 10 current uh, big four sports teams, and you have to tell me the former city they moved from. Crud. Or if there were multiple, just the last one? The most recent. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and in one instant, it is a state and not a city. Just Fair so you know. I know which one it is then. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers. Number two, the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three, the Houston Rockets. Number four, the Atlanta Braves. Number five, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Number six, the Indianapolis Colts. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. Number eight, the Dallas Stars, number nine, the Calgary Flames, and number 10, the Utah Jazz. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— we answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Well, or call she, the police. Or call the police, like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. All right, we're going to mute Andrew so he can get some peace and quiet finally to figure out these answers. And Triviality, you guys are free to discuss. Okay. All right. So, um, so let's go down the list here. We got the Lakers, which... So was that Minneapolis? Yeah, because it was the land of a thousand lakes. That's why they were called that, right? But it was... So in the case where one of them's a state, it was the Minnesota North Stars. Yeah. Not the... So that one is... Okay, so... Yeah. And Minnesota's team now is the Wild, which is just Minnesota. Um, right. I Minnesota. believe the the jazz is uh, Nolan's, right? Yep. Okay. I don't know about the Flames. That's so, the only other place I'm going to contribute. Okay. But I, I don't know that one. Yeah. So the uh, the Grizzlies, Justin Timberlake co-owns, and uh, they're in Memphis. That is the only fact you know about that team every time it, it comes is. up. <laughs> it is. Um, I believe the Grizzlies, I want to say that they were the Hornets. And of, the, of Charlotte? I think the Grizzlies were the Hornets. They went to Memphis, and then the Hornets. Uh, then Jordan bought back whoever was the Hornets and made them a Hornets again. I can't remember. Are the remember. Wizards? Oh wait, maybe it's the is the are the Wizards around still? Yeah. Yeah. There. Uh, maybe. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, ready as, so. as we'll ever be. All right, and in the swing round, it'll be worth five points for Team Triviality and ten points for Andrew. Uh, number one was Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Andrew, what did you say? I believe that's the one that you were saying was a state and not a city. I believe that was the Minnesota Lakers. Okay. Team Triviality? Uh, we were thinking same state, but we thought this was the Minneapolis Lakers. And it actually was the Minneapolis Lakers. Crap. Well, <laughs> so, then which one was just a state? Damn it. <laughs> well, Arizona. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later on. Uh, number two. This one, uh, Triviality was having some hard times with this one. Uh the Memphis Grizzlies. Why don't we start with you guys? Yeah, I was I was angry because this is my my boy JT's as principal owner, car part owner, whatever you call it. Um, I couldn't remember what city they came from. I knew that they had traveled from somewhere and then they became the Grizzlies. So we just went with Charlotte. Okay, and Andrew. Vancouver. The answer is Vancouver. That's right. Uh, they were one of the expansion teams with the Raptors um, and left Canada, leaving the Raptors as the only Canadian team, and now the home of Kawhi Leonard. Who doesn't want to be there? Moving on. <laughs> Number three, the Houston Rockets. Uh, Andrew, what did you say? This one I had no idea, so just to be funny, I went with the Cape Canaveral Rockets. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Triviali, what did you guys say? Uh, we had a similar train of thought. We thought if, uh, if it wasn't likely they changed names, where else would there be Rockets? Uh, we figured Florida, we said Orlando. All right. Well, this one was actually strange. They're actually from San Diego. Hmm. Um, started in 1968. Uh, they opened up a contest, and people just picked rockets because they like rockets. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> it's about the time of the moon landing. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, Atlanta Braves. Andrew, what did you say? Um, I vaguely remember there being a Boston Braves at some point, so I went Boston. Okay. Team Triviality? Uh, we said Milwaukee. So there was a Boston Braves at one point in time who I believe eventually became another team. I don't know which one, uh, but th- before they were the Atlanta Braves, they were the Milwaukee Braves. Oh, wow. I pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. I just remember a picture of Hank, or I don't even know if it was Hank it was, Aaron. It was, was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In Milwaukee. That's why I was wondering. Okay. Yep. Old Hammer and Hank. All right. Number five, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, triviality. What'd you guys say? We said they were formerly of Brooklyn. And Andrew. Also Brooklyn. Brooklyn is correct. All right. Number six, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Andrew, what did you say? Uh, Baltimore. All right. Triviality. Yeah, they famously packed up and moved overnight, making many a fan very upset with them. That would be the Baltimore Colts. That's correct. Baltimore Colts. Uh, Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Triviality, what did you guys say? Uh, This one didn't happen too long ago. Uh, We said the St. Louis Rams. Okay. Their former team. And Andrew? That is correct, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, actually two times because they had moved from Los Angeles the first time. So right. They can't make up their mind, apparently. Which is like me in Forest Park. So are they no longer going to be on turf? They're going to be on grass now? Uh, they're building a new stadium, which will be on grass. Okay. Uh, so no longer the greatest show on turf. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Jared Goff's doing pretty well over there. Yeah, he's doing it's a, it's a good show. <laughs> I would call it the greatest. It's a good show on turf. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number eight, the Dallas Stars. Uh, Andrew, what did you say? So this is one I didn't know, so I just went, Stars, L.A. I don't know. That would make sense. Uh, triviality? I think this is the one you were looking for the state on. That would have been the Minnesota North Stars. Mm-hmm. And they were the right. Minnesota North Stars. All right. Uh, number nine seemed to stump you guys. Uh, let's start with Andrew. What did you say for Calgary Flames? I had a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> not, so a big, not, a big guy, not a big hockey guy, Andrew? Uh, not, I mean, I enjoy, hockey I think is actually the best live sport. Mm-hmm. I can't get into it on TV for some reason. All right. uh, and what did you say? I'm sorry. I said nothing. <laughs> oh, perfect. Then I did hear it. <laughs> All right, Triviality, what would you guys say? Well, um, there's been talk of bringing... Uh, hockey back to seattle and one of the other contenders was um putting a team back in quebec city i didn't know which team that was uh, per se and we talked about it a little bit but we decided to go with quebec city all right well quebec uh was the nordiques and they moved to colorado where they became the avalanche mm-hmm. um it was the atlanta flames atlanta moved to calgary and atlanta got the thrashers and then they moved to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Atlanta does not like hockey. Stop putting teams there. <laughs> Just for my own <laughs> trivia, what's the name of the that really great goalie that was on the Rockies forever? The Rockies. Or sorry, not the Rockies, but the Avalanche. Wah. 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 Okay. And there was a Colorado Rockies at one point. There, there's, there's a lot of hockey that kind of moved around, but they were the Colorado Rockies at one point. There was a hockey team there. Uh, number 10, the Utah Jazz. Triviality, what did you say? Um, yeah, you, you don't imagine a lot of people out in Utah enjoying jazz, but uh, you definitely <laughs> could see that in New Orleans. So we said New Orleans. Andrew? Also went New Orleans. All right. And that is correct. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after that swing round, Triviality added 35 and Andrew picking up 50 points uh, moves into the lead up 90 to 85 going into Neil's round. No pressure. Where I will then lose the lead. <laughs> Well, you got to have some confidence there. How are you with movies? 
Uh, hit or miss. It could be a great round for me. It could be a terrible round for me. All right. Well, let's find out. All nerd movies. More or less, yeah. Uh, Question one is actually more of a pop culture question. Uh, This SNL cast member made news in 2018 for getting tattoos in honor of his then-girlfriend, now-fiancé, Ariana Grande. Name the cast member for full points and two points each if you can name the tattoos. One of my favorite cast members. This is not about Justin Timberlake, so... (laughs) Don't worry. All I did was take a guess at one of the tattoos, and it's just me being a smartass. Fair enough. Are you locked in, Andrew? Oh, yeah. All right. So, Neil, feel free to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll I'll take half as long as Jeff, but I think I can get there. So, Um, you said that 10 minutes as well. Yeah. Uh, So, I I keep... uh, His name's Pete uh, Davidson. Oh, my God. I kept saying Pete Carroll in my head. (laughs) Pete Carroll (laughs) chewing gum. Twelfth man. Pete Carroll would do well for himself if he was engaged to Ariana Grande. She just have to get over his gum chewing all the time. Um, Why do you hate his gum chewing so much? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna lock in with Pete Davidson, and my tattoos are gonna be uh, a pair of bunny ears uh, for her album cover from Dangerous Woman, and uh, I'm also gonna say that he got a uh, a um, ring tattooed on his ring finger. Okay. Uh, and Andrew. I did not have the cast member name. All I took a guess at was a uh, Grande Starbucks coffee cup as the tattoo. <laughs> How about a donut with spit on it? I believe she got a tattoo in reference to his deceased father. Uh, From 9-11, yeah. For 9-11. She did? She did. Well, the answer <laughs> is... Very Pete, bizarre. The answer was Pete Davidson. Uh, the tattoos were a tattoo of bunny ears from the album cover. So plus two for Neil there. And the other one, he actually got her initials AG tattooed, oh. I believe, uh, right under his ear is where he got it. Oh, that's right. I, I know her bunny ears are behind her here. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure where they were. I, I can't sense any uh, future regret on that one. <laughs> yeah, that always works out well. Uh, moving on to question two. 30 years before the trouble with the poo, Fisher Stevens paved the way for white guys portraying Indian guys insensitively with his role in this cult classic. Locked in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be able to get to it. Okay, tapping out. Were you, uh, yeah. Neil? Were you going to say that you liked him on Early Edition? No, I was going to say I loved him in Super Mario Brothers. See, I liked. I liked him in <laughs> a short in stint that? on Lost. He's, uh, one of the bad guys, the Koopa. One of, not not Hopper, but like one of the two henchmen. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, what's the answer, Neil? Uh, short Circuit. The answer is Short Circuit. He played an Indian guy. In, Johnny Five. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was kind of a big part of in The Trouble with the Pooh. They kind of pointed out that uh, he was kind of doing Indian face. What's interesting about that, too, is back in the day, I remember well, when I was a kid, everyone thought he was Indian mm-hmm. because he wasn't like a huge actor. But yeah. yeah, now that you know he's just very white, it's not very great. <laughs> not a good look in 2018. Or ever. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next question. This pop singer played a Smurf, and she liked it, in the 2011 animated film, The Smurfs. Locked in. Locked in. All right. This is uh, the most Neil question I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, why don't we start with Andrew? Well, I mean, if she played a Smurf and she liked it, I'm going Katy Perry. And Neil? Yeah, so uh, initially I wrote down uh, one of my favorites, Demi Lovato, but she replaced Katy Perry in the sequel, and so it's Katy Perry. The answer is Katy Perry. You guys know you're Katy Perry. <laughs> Oh, yes. She might have my favorite celebrity cat name. What's, yeah? What is that? Kitty Purry. Oh. Oh. Well, you know you know what her real name is, by the way? Trivia for everyone? Hmm. Katie Hudson. 
I was going to say, is it Kitty Purry? Because that'd be cool. <laughs> no, yes. Her name's Katie Hudson, so she changed the name because of Kate Hudson. Yeah, she used to. She used to. I remember she was on like Warp Tour one year. Like she used to play guitar-driven rock, and that did not pay the bills. So, and we're all better for it. My favorite uh, celebrity dog name is Daniel Dog Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty great. Uh, well, no one's topping that. Uh, moving on to question four. In a bit of unplanned movie magic, Leonardo DiCaprio cut his hand on accident in the middle of a scene and kept going, uh, with the take making the final cut in this movie. Locked in. Also should have won the Oscar, not the other person. Yeah. There's a lot of movies he probably should have won an Oscar for. I had nothing, so I'm just going to go with The Aviator. Okay. Uh, so this was a film that he was in, uh, directed by his current director of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that's filming right now. That'd be Quentin Tarantino for Django Unchained. That is correct. Django Unchained. Good portion of his blood wound up on uh, Carrie Washington's face. Mm, yeah. I'm sure she wasn't, wasn't so happy about that. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. All right. And the final question of Neil's round. While Chris Farley's last credited movie appearance was the forgettable Almost Heroes, should things have played out differently, he was the almost hero of this blockbuster movie, having begun production before his death in 1997. I kind of like Almost Heroes. Yeah. You know how I said uh, this round would be hit or miss? Is this miss? (laughs) It's mostly miss. It's a bit of miss. (laughs) To me, 97 just says Titanic. So I'm going to go with he was going to be Jack in Titanic. Uh, That's mean. (laughs) R.I.P. Chris Farley. I think it would be funnier. Uh, How did I know more of this? King of the world. Uh, <laughs> Neil, what did you say? So I believe if if this is the the film you're referencing, um, he actually recorded uh, many different uh, voiceovers for this movie, but then he died, and then uh, Mike Myers took over for him. So I believe it's Shrek. The answer is Shrek. Uh, yeah, the movie was actually he was like 85 percent done with his lines when he passed away. Um, and they couldn't finish the movie. There just was no way. So they had to redo it. Couldn't find a guy who could do a good Chris Farley impression. Yeah, you guys should, if you go on YouTube, you can hear his yeah. voiceover. Yeah, it's pretty good. Horatio yeah. Sands was too young, I think, is what happened. He would have been. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. All right, going into Andrew's round, uh, Triviality made up a bunch of points there and now leads 137 to 100. Time to lose them all. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this Here's is. Hope. <laughs> So this was a topic that uh, Andrew sent to me that he would like to get some questions in. Um, And he can pick any one of the team members here to face one-on-one. And that topic is Batman. Should definitely Mm. pick a weakling. No, 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 (laughs) no. I'm definitely not going to pick Neil. Uh, Boo, I have a Batman poster behind me. (laughs) I I do see that. (laughs) Between movies and pop culture, yeah, you're out. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, which one of you guys is the weakest at Batman? It's probably a tie, right? I don't know. Both their backs have been broken, so it's just up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me go, Jeff. All right. That was probably the way to go. That was probably the way to go, yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm going to play on the side here just to see. Have you at least seen the, the... The Chris Nolan trilogy? I have not actually finished the Chris Nolan trilogy. Oh, this is going to be You know what's weird is every time Jeff comes over to record, um, he opens the door and then uh, he'll come in, we talk. And then when Matt comes, Matt texts and says, I'm here. And every time we open the door, Jeff goes, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Raz Al Ghul. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Batman Begins reference for anyone. Yes. Drew got it. That's fine. That's all that matters. (laughs) It's his round. He could do what he wants. (laughs) All right. You guys ready for question one? Hopefully we Possibly. didn't spoil any of the questions. <laughs> no, there's nothing in there about Razak Ghul. 
Well, I mean, everything's tangentially related to Ra's al Ghul if it's Batman. Rub your arms. Your chest will take care of the rest. Whatever. Is that the line? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question one. Having been murdered in every single origin story, you'd think they'd eventually decide to just stay home. What were the name of Bruce's parents? Locked in. All right. Mommy. Danny. <laughs> no. I like, I like that he had the voice when he was like eight years old. I didn't want to go to the opera. Uh, any ideas, Jeff? Uh, no, I'm going to put Mr. and Mrs. Wayne. Commissioner. Which is, which is Ab- technically correct. Ever so tenderly. I've got he is ab- technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. <laughs> I'm going to need to ask for additional information. I'm going to answer Jeff's incorrect answers. Just to see how I would have done here. Are you gonna Are you gonna guess any first names? No. Okay. Jeff says nothing. Uh, Andrew, what do you say? That would be Thomas and Martha Wayne. And then when you say Martha, we say, "How do you know that name?" <laughs> uh, that is correct. Thomas and Martha Wayne. Uh, question two: After being killed by the Joker and subsequently being resurrected in the Lazarus Pit, what new alias does Jason Todd go by? Andrew locked in immediately. Let's see, I'm writing down. You know this one too, Neil? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a big Batman guy then. Yeah, I like Batman a lot. <laughs> I'm between two guesses on this one. So am I. What are the two guesses? Andrew's locked in. You could That's talk. fair. Um, I could imagine... Uh, I can't remember Two-Face's name. Mm-hmm. Two-Face. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, of Heath Ledger. Can I say his name? That's not part of the clue anyway, right? No. no. Harvey Dent. Whatever oh, he yeah. says. Harvey Dent, yeah. <laughs> My other guess was, uh, it was one of the Robins, which is what I was leaning towards anyways. So I'll say Robin. Okay. And okay. Andrew? Well, he, he was Robin before the Joker killed him uh, and he got resurrected in the Lazarus pit. Uh, when he came back, he was a little bit more badass and he was Red Hood. Yep, the answer is Red Hood. Uh, the Lazarus pit is great because they can kill off whoever they want and then just bring them back like immediately. It's kind of. Throw them in the pit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Soul Stone. Oh, he's mm-hmm. gone. Throw him in the pit. <laughs> it's a comic writer's best friend, is a magical place they can just bring anyone back from the dead. Uh, question three. Who played the Joker in the 1960s Batman? <laughs> this route is so fun because Neil is like disgusted. He knows I'm disgusted too. He knows he's immediately locked in. I'm disgusted. You you picked right, Andrew. Let's, let's oh yeah, see. I don't know any of these. <laughs> I have no clue. This is not my area. Well, I mean, as soon as as soon as I sent you the category I wanted to do, I knew exactly who I wasn't <laughs> picking to go against. Yeah. You used to love watching this guy on the old show. So far, can, so far, I'm three for three too. So I can see the actor's face, but I can't. I I don't know his name. Is it with white face paint? Because yes, yeah, it is. So, so that's probably the guy. Yeah, over his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know. I'll tap out. All right, tapping out, Andrew. What do you say? Caesar Romero. Caesar Romero. You were probably never going to get that, were you? No, I was never going to get that. Uh, pretty amazing performance, which basically every Joker after that based that performance on, I would say. Um, question four. In what film did Bane make his theatrical debut? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Locked in. And uh, just for the record, this is live action uh, theatrical debut. I don't, I don't know if maybe there's like a cartoon or something where he popped up earlier. He might have been in one that, of the... That's why yeah. I, always, I want to clarify that just in case somebody wants to email the show and tell me that he was in a little known 1995 movie. <laughs> yeah, Drew, was he in Mask of Phantasm? I can't remember. Or one of the... I don't believe so. Okay. So how many Batman movies have you seen? Two. 
Which ones? Uh, the first two of the Nolan trilogy. Okay. Oh, wow. You haven't seen 89? What's up? You haven't seen Batman 89? No. That movie sucks. No. It's good. <laughs> I like it. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw one of the, like, the Val Kilmer one when I was, like, very small. <laughs> You've seen the worst one. Uh, Batman Forever And, and the Clooney one. But I was a kid. I don't remember those at all. Um, even mildly. So, so no Keaton. No Keaton, no. So what are you going with for this? Well, I know he's in the the third of the Nolan trilogy, uh, but I don't know if that's his debut. Um, but I can't remember the name of that movie either. So, so you're gonna say Batman? <laughs> I'm gonna say Batman. Batman three. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Andrew, what do you say? Um, that would be in the George Clooney Bat Nipple Extraordinaire Batman and Robin. That's correct. Ah. Batman and Robin. Uh, not a great portrayal of Bane, if I recall correctly. It was a no. terrible People did not care for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was Poison Ivy's like henchman, right? Basically, yep. Or, was a hulking moron. Yeah. yeah. They just took his tube out, and he died, or something. Yeah. Spoilers. Something, yeah. Uh, anything that isn't Mister Freeze isn't worth watching in that movie. Question five: <laughs> This actor was offered the role of the Joker when Jack Nicholson originally hesitated taking the role. He was so upset with Warner over being used as bait that he refused to play the Riddler when offered in Batman Forever and refused to work for the studio until they apologized. Well, when they offered him the role back, they asked him, are you in? (laughs) (laughs) I'll lock in. I know I'm wrong, but I'll lock in. Okay. Kathy Bates. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Yes, I am going to lock in. That is a very different movie. (laughs) I got nothing, so let's go, Kathy. Batman, I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) I said Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, the answer I was looking for was Robin Williams. Oh. Oh. Now I vaguely remember him being offered the role of the... Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Neil was reading some clickbait that said uh, it was Brad Dorif. Yeah, Brad Dorif, who worked with Jack Nicholson. That's who I was talking about. He plays the sheriff on Deadwood. He's Mm. quite good. Nope, the answer I was looking for, Robin Williams. Not the sheriff, the barkeeper, but he's good in that show. Uh, tough tough round for Team Triviality there. Uh, Andrew taking advantage of his round, gaining 40 points, and taking the lead going into the final round at 140 to 137. Yowch. You should have had Angora, and I think your flag question was too hard, but whatever. <laughs> Any question you get wrong you feel is too hard That's not true. No, no, not at all. All right. I got whatever that third question was. That was fine, but I just didn't know it. All right. All right. So for the final round, I will give you uh, five questions in five topics. Uh, You will be able to wager zero to 30 in each of the topics up to the points you've accumulated so far. Uh, Team Triviality will be able to work together for this round. And then at the end of the game, we'll find out if Andrew survives this game of death. You guys ready? Yes, please. Indeed. All right. Here are your five categories. Category one, Mimi's. Or memes, as oh. you prefer. Category two, thou shall not steal. Category three, it's all fun and games. Category four, fancy seeing you guys here. And category five, that's a lot of jobs. Team Triviality is locked in with their wagers. Are you all good, Andrew? I believe so. All right, and Andrew is locked in with his wagers. You guys ready for the questions? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, question one in memes. In 2016, in one of the memeiest memes to ever meme, Hillary Clinton referenced this mobile game in an effort to get the youths to vote. 
question two in Thou Shall Not Steal. While it's well known John Stockton is the NBA all-time leader in steals, what relatively younger player is second? Question three in It's All Fun and Games. Said to be one of the origins of the phrase back to square one, this game's origin lies in India where good deeds are rewarded and evil deeds send you back down. Question four and fancy seeing you guys here. If Huey, Dewey, and Louie all got together, what would this grouping of animals be called? Question five, and that's a lot of jobs. Which actor portrayed a man with six fingers, a ventriloquist, and a folk singer in different movies? Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. The meme one, I'm trying to remember, was that Candy uh, Crush? Was that Candy Crush or Angry Birds or? Uh, I'm thinking of the ventriloquist one. So, um, what's and, a movie with somebody with six fingers? I'm, I'm thinking about that right now. So, Anthony Hopkins played a ventriloquist in a movie called Magic, um, but I don't think he played a folk singer. Folk singers, I'm thinking like Oscar Isaac. Um, I'm just thinking of actually of. I think of John C. Riley. What's the uh, what's his name? Um, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Did he play folk singer? Um, Hank Williams. He was uh, in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hiddleston played Hank Williams. What's the um, what's that like best in show style um, movie where they play folk singers? Uh, a Mighty Wind. Yeah. There's a lot of people. In yeah. That Fred movie. Willard. Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Fred Willard. Um, Christopher Guest. Oh wait, uh, what's his name with the three names? Who's Harry Shearer Shearer was a folk singer in Mighty Wind. He's a bass player. Yeah. Well, they were all folk singers. That's what I'm. Oh right. That's why I mean, like that's you know. But what I'm trying to think though, that kind of makes sense. Would he have been a ventriloquist in something? Christopher Guest. All right. For question one, uh, Andrew, you wagered thirty, feeling pretty confident in your knowledge of memes. Uh, what did you go with for the Hillary Clinton mobile game? Um. The only mobile game I could think of is freaking Candy Crush. Okay, so going with Candy Crush? Yeah. And Team Triviality, wagering 20, what'd you guys say? We also went with Candy Crush. All right. Um, well, the answer I was looking for was Pokemon Go. Um, oh. She oh. wanted the kids to Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and I can never forget about that. Uh, so no points there. Question two, and thou shall not steal. Uh, triviality, wagering 20. Um, so what NBA player is second in steals? Yeah, so we had a lot of trouble with this one. Um, we weren't sure if you meant 
relatively younger, meaning someone current day. Uh, we knew that uh, we believe that Kobe LeBron had quite a few steals, but we thought uh, we would go with the glove and we uh, locked in with Gary Payton. All right. And Andrew, you wagered five. Uh, what did you say on this one? I, I took a little shot here that you were you were trying to be cute with the relatively younger, and I went Jason Kidd. And I was trying to be cute there. It's Jason Kidd. Mm. The kid is a younger uh, player. Ah, uh, yes, yes, relatively. <laughs> if, if the question is if I'm trying to do a pun, the answer is always yes. <laughs> uh, so five points there for Andrew. Moving on to question three, and it's all fun and games. Um, both of you guys wagering 20. Uh, so, Triviality, what game did you say has its roots in Back to Square One? Based on uh, the episode I edited uh, last week. That I was not on. Definitely Shoots and Ladders. <laughs> All right, Andrew? I, I took a shot in the dark, and I also wrote Shoots and Ladders. Uh, the answer is Shoots and Ladders, or it was originally known Snakes and Ladders. Thank God. <laughs> All right, in question four, and fancy seeing you guys here, uh, Triviality wagering 20. Um What's a grouping of Huey, Dewey, and Louie called? Just uh, had to take a stab at this one and went with Gaggle. Gaggle of ducks. All right. And Andrew? I just went with a flock. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds a little like Gaggle. It's actually called a paddle when there's a group of mm. ducks. Okay. Moving on to question five, the question that nearly destroyed Neil. It was really bothering him quite a bit. Well, we'll find out what the answer is, and then it will know if his destruction is complete. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, both teams wagering 20. Um, team Triviality, let's start with you guys. Which actor portrayed a man with six fingers, a ventriloquist, and a folk singer in different movies? Uh, so, yeah, we went through a lot of names. We knew uh, Anthony Hopkins played a ventriloquist in the film Magic. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just we couldn't pull the person. I... I had an idea who it might be, but I don't know if this is correct. But anyway, we went with Anthony Hopkins. Okay, going with Anthony Hopkins and Andrew. I had no idea whatsoever, so um, I just went with a guy who's an answer often when I don't, when I can't think of a role, and I went John C. Riley. Okay, John C. Riley. Well, if the Six Finger Man um, murdered Inigo Montoya's father, would that help you with the answer? Yeah, it's Christopher Guest. And the answer is Christopher Guest, who played uh, a folk singer in A Mighty Wind. And in Best in Show, he was he was an aspiring ventriloquist. Mm. Yeah, he was the nut guy, right? Yeah. yeah, his name did come up in our discussion. Yeah. yeah. All right, so rough final round. So let's calculate that. I <laughs> uh, don't bother. No, I have to. Yeah, I know Kevin Spacey was in a movie called Ventriloquist, but I just didn't think he was. I, I wondered if the if the folk singer was the Mighty Wind tie-in. I was pretty certain there was no, that enough was fodder I, there. I, I can't believe I didn't remember Christopher Guest. I mean, that's famous six-fingered man. I just couldn't. All right, so putting all the scores together, uh, it looks like Andrew survives the game of death, 105 to 77. Well done. Right. Oh, man. I was actually nervous. Yeah, it looks like uh, you're you're down and out, but then Batman swooped through the window and <laughs> kicked the He saved me. <laughs> yeah. I was I was really worried when it came down to, you know, a final question that's a film question and Neil's sitting right there. I'm just like, oh crap. So congratulations, you're the second Pagoda champion. Yes. Yes, that was great. Um 
It's all because I made the the, the right pick in the Batman round. Yeah, I was just going to yep. say, you had a great strategy there going after Jeff and uh, basically slitting his throat. Right. Yeah, not only picking a topic you know a lot about, but knowing a topic that somebody here would not know a lot about. <laughs> the way uh, to do it's, it it's, it's, a, it's a bold strategy cotton <laughs> so uh where can people uh find your show um you can find it uh i know i'm on itunes um probably i think i'm on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts um you can also follow me on facebook uh at nerd off um yeah we're always looking for new listeners uh new fans we just like having fun with it uh, anyone that wants to be on and compete, uh, shoot me a message. That's cool, too. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, Andrew. Um, thanks to all the guys in the studio. And that was Triviality. Are you in? Woo. I'm in. <laughs>